podcast. Tonight's episode, Turning Down Dinner with the Queen, Like a Boss. You know, Barry, it's funny. I was just thinking the exact same thing. <laughs> Lol. Hey, where's Bobby? He's been out gathering pollen for hours. Maybe he decided to buzz off. Ha <laughs> ha, bee pun. Nice. Oh, wait. Here he comes. Bobby, where have you been? <sighs> Barry, Bernadette, guys... You won't believe what I've just found. Slow down, Bobby. You're not making any sense. What is it, Bobby? What have you found? (laughs) Flowers, Barry. Flowers like you've never seen. Flowers? (gasps) Where? How many? What do they smell like? We need details, Bobby. What distance away are they? Are we talking metres? Miles? They're sort of... I don't know, over... Um... Gosh... Words just can't convey what it is that I'm trying to describe. Try, Bobby. Try! I'm thinking. Were they colourful, Bobby? Oh, please tell me they were colourful. Colours like you can't imagine, Bernadette. Colours like you've never seen before. What, like purple? Exactly. Oh, gosh. This is so frustrating. I really need to tell everyone how to get there. But we just don't have any sort of system in place for this kind of eventuality. Real bee would never give up, Bobby. Come on, we can think of something. It just makes me so upset. I want to shake around like this and just... Wow! What was that? What was what? That thing you just did with your bottom. Why are you looking at my bottom? Well, I think we can all agree it is a very fine, fluffy bee-shaped bottom. One of the sexiest black and yellow bums in the whole hive, probably. Oh, Thanks. I've been working out. Bernadette is right, though. You just did this sort of waggly thing. A waggly thing? Yes, a waggly thing. A sort of dance? A dance? No, no, no. I wouldn't possibly have... I can't dance. You were. It was very, uh, interesting. As you were waggling, I was picturing your stripy posterior flying towards a bright, colourful floral paradise. The sun illuminating the landscape with rays of joy and the world, although directional and logical, become an incredible pattern of complicated textures and natural signposts. You got all that from watching his arse? That is one powerful arse. So, yeah, I'm kind of important in the music scene. I do six, seven, say seven gigs a week, yeah? I'm really important. Living the dream. What sort of gigs do you do? I get up, me and my guitar, play a few songs, maybe three. I've got six songs all together, so I can just pick and choose which ones to do. There's a couple of bands, some singers like me. We get 20 minutes of stage time each. Does it pay well? 
We kind of do it for the love. So there's no pay? No. Sounds like an open mic night. You what? An open mic. Still a gig though, isn't it? That's a gig to me. Nice audience. I'll get my drinks bought for me. Thanks, Ma. I get to do what I love. I like to reach out to my audience. I told you not to touch me. Yeah, living the dream. So what would you say is your biggest gig? I'd say around 30 square feet, possibly 35. I had a bigger room back in the old house, but then we moved. Why was that? We had some awful neighbours, couldn't cope anymore. I'm going viral. 23 likes, look. Double figures. Do you write your own music? Oh, yeah. I wrote this one myself. Because I'm mad, I'm mad. Come on, you know. I'm mad, I'm really mad, I'm mad. I can change the lyrics too, depending on my mood. Listen. Because I'm sad, I'm sad. You know it. I'm sad, I'm really sad, I'm sad. That sounds like a well-known Michael Jackson song. Never heard of him. Never heard of Michael Jackson or the Jackson 5. Love, what time are your friends going? I don't know, Ma. Do they need to phone their mothers? Do you? No, Ma. What other songs do you do? Check this one out. Whoa, we're halfway there. Whoa, sitting on a pair. It actually happened to me once, that sitting on a pair. That's what inspired the song, Real Life. Real Life. Where do you see yourself in ten years? I'll have made it. I'll have my own car, my own amp, 1,000 views. Yeah, living the dream. Living the dream. Want to buy a t-shirt? I had them made. Does that say Tom Reeks? It was meant to say Tom Rocks, but they didn't seem to understand my writing. Whoa, we're halfway there. Whoa, sitting on a pair. Ah, Joseph, come in, come in. Uh, I'm Dr. Erickson. Please, take a seat. Thank you. Oh, this is a lovely seat. Oh, <laughs> thank you, yes. <laughs> um, so what can I do for you today? Gosh, that is such an excellent question. Thank you for asking it. Oh, well, thanks again. You, you're very polite, don't you? It's so incredibly nice of you to mention that, but I fear that that is the point we're driving towards, so to speak. How do you mean? Oh, you are so humble, Doctor. I'm probably the most humble person I know. <laughs> ha. Oh, what terrific japes. What I mean is, I can't stop complimenting people. I'm so polite that sometimes I just can't bear it. I see. And this is becoming a problem, is it? Yes, and do you know, your eyes are simply the most terrific shade of blue I think I've ever seen. Oh, <laughs> thank you, Joseph. Uh, thank you for noticing. Um, shall we get back on topic, though? You see what I mean? You are so focused, Doctor, keeping us on track. So, when did you first notice this trait? 
I simply loved your pronunciation of the word trait then. Really quite eloquent. Focus, Joseph, focus. Yes, quite, quite, sorry. What would I do without you to keep me on track and... <laughs> yes, I, I'm beginning to see why this could be problematic. Um, does it take you a long time to, say, place an order of the phone? Yes, yes, how did you know? A wild guess. The other day, I was ordering a Chinese takeaway and I ended up asking the person taking my order to sing half of Beyoncé's back catalogue to me. That man had simply the most wonderful singing voice you've ever heard. Hmm, I think we need to work on getting you to be a bit less... complimentary. That is an excellent plan, Doctor. Yes, I know. But you don't have to agree with me. You could have said it was a terrible plan. Of course. I know exactly what you're hinting at. You are so clever. Ah, ah, ah. No compliments, Joseph. From now on, I want to hear derogatory comments all the way. That is definitely an achievable ah, goal. Ah, 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 ah. I love your can-do attitude. And ah, 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 ah. I admire how you're able to... Joseph! Enough. You simply must stop complimenting me after every sentence. <sighs> Let's try a little exercise. I'll say a sentence, and before you blurt out something polite, think long and hard, and then reply with something designed to hurt me on an emotional level. Okay. Are you ready? You're so gracious to check if I'm ready. Are you ready, Joseph? Oh, yes, sorry, I'm ready. Okay, let's start with something simple. I'll just have a little dig at you. Here we go. I don't like your haircut. Whoa. Take your time, Joseph. Don't just say the first thing that comes to your mind. Think first. Be cruel. You can do it. Well, I don't like your ears. My ears? Curious, but okay, it's a start. <laughs> Let's try another one. Here we go. I think you're wasting my time. Oh, uh, gosh. Okay. Well, I think you're wasting my time. Hmm. <laughs> a little childish, but well done, Joseph. You're really getting somewhere now. Let's try one more. This time, I won't be holding back. Are you ready? Let's do it. Okay, here we go. I hate the movie The Greatest Showman. Where do you get off spouting such garbage? You talentless, spineless son of a whore. Honestly, you disgusting low-life piece of scum that you got stuck under my shoe like a piece of dog shit. You filthy mother waste of oxygen. How can you go around saying such arrogant and demeaning tripe to your patients, you worthless idiotic wank biscuit? I've got a right mind to come over there and punch you right in your face, you horrible smelly jerk-faced turf of a hack. I bet your qualifications aren't even real, are they? Look at this certificate, hanging on the wall like you're some lardy darn know-it-all. Oh, look at me, I'm a qualified doctor, blah blah. I know what I'm talking about, blah blah, you make me sick. Sick! By George. By George, I think he's got it. Bravo, Joseph. Bravo. That was incredible. Don't be so bloody patronising. I wasn't being patronising. I was being condescending. So pedantic. Just leave me alone already. I do believe you are ready for the next phase, my good man. And what's that? Working as a receptionist at a GP surgery. Yes. I'm sorry, sir, but I must take all the details of your embarrassing health problems over the phone, despite having no medical qualifications. Oh, wonderful! No, we don't have any appointments this week, and no, we don't have any next week either. Perfect! You've cured me, Doctor. Thank you. Thank you. I'll never forget this. Take care, Joseph. Best of luck. Woohoo! 
What a lovely, lovely man. Oh, no, I'm doing it now. Do it again, Bobby. Watch now, everyone. You'll see what I mean. Okay. I'll try. Uh, 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 do, do, do. Well, pluck my antennae. I'm getting some pretty powerful visuals here now as well. I see a blue sky filled with clouds of dusty yellow (gasps) pollen. My mind is swarming with activity. Oh, another good bee reference there. Nice one. Thanks. Shall I keep doing the dance thing? Yes. Never stop, Bobby. Never stop waggling. Oh, God, please don't stop. Is anybody else getting a little bit turned on right now? Or is that just me? No, I feel... Phew, all flustered myself, Barry. My little hymenopteran glands are positively swelling. (coughs) Not porn. You have to draw a line when it comes to insect porn, really. As part of our language and diversity programme here at Comedy Geek... We have made it our mission to incorporate a range of different cultures and communicative languages into our show. This week, we are proud to be the first podcast in history to bring you a sketch performed entirely in skywriting. Ready for takeoff? Chocks away! enjoying this episode of the Comedy Geek Podcast. We'll be right back after these short messages. Amy? Yes, Dan? I've made this a website. How do you really, Dan? Yeah, it's www.comedygeeksketchpodcast.com Can you say that again, just so I've got it? Yeah, of course I can. It's www.comedygeeksketchpodcast.com Wow, it sounds really great. What's on there, Dan? Oh, sorry, I thought you wanted to do it a third time. Um, It's got everything on there, so you can listen to our podcasts on there, and look at pictures of us, you can watch videos of us, and you can send us messages and find out about any events that we've got coming up. What do you think of that, Ames? I think it's amazing, Dan. Is it the best website you've ever seen? It's incredible. It's really good. You've done a really good job. Uh, Thanks. Fair play. Cool. And now, back to the show. Quite a crowd, Bobby. I think you might have started a new craze or something. It's like I know exactly where your magical flower patch is now, Bobby. Precisely, like to the nearest centimetre. How are you doing this? It's incredible! The Sunday dancing has somehow given us exact directions where to go and how far to travel. I'm also now hyper aware of our exact position on the planet in relation to the sun. I really don't know how I'm doing it. It's like I can hear magical music in my head. Like Ed Sheeran. Don't be stupid, overrated busker. Hey, 
Hey, I like him. You don't like him, Bernadette. His music's just been played to death on the radio so much that your brain has been tricked into thinking you like him. It's just clever record company marketing. Well, this sketch took an unexpected turn. Anyway, I really like your dance, Bobby. I'm doing it now too. Look, woohoo! <laughs> it is rather catchy, isn't it? Hey, waggle, waggle. I don't even understand how it works. I just sort of started doing it. Waggle, waggle. Oops. Oh, hey, watch what you're doing. Oh, buzzer. <laughs> Same joke as earlier. Still funny, though. Should we go and collect some of this pollen then, or what? We would have had. I heard another report this morning that more honey has disappeared from the hive again. What? No way. What a stinger. Where does it all keep going? It's like somebody or something is sneaking in and stealing it all. Yeah. The Queen won't be happy. God save God the Queen. God save the Queen. No time to waste then. We must replenish. According to Bobby's waggle dance, the flowers are... This way. Let's go. Yay! Yay! Everybody dance now! Hey, you really should consider giving dance lessons, Bobby. Yeah, definitely. I reckon your dance could really catch on. Oh, shucks. Thanks, guys. I'm buzzing with excitement right now. Everybody buzz. And so it came to be that the bees took their next evolutionary step. Isn't that fascinating? Now I must go. I need to collect some honey from the hive while they're all out. Why don't you go and enjoy the next sketch? Ta-ta! Norton, how many casualties? The only known survivors are still just you and Private Morden, Lieutenant. All those people... I should have saved that game when I had the chance. Those poor Sims. Norton, can you tell us where we are? What planet is this? It appears to be a predominantly humanoid planet beyond the Gamma Quadrant, right in the inner realms of the Orion Arm, 27,000 light years beyond the galactic centre. I believe it is known locally as Earth. Hmm, Earth. It doesn't ring a bell. Hostility waiting? Moderate to light. Threat assessment? Little to none. The technology here is somewhat inefficient and mediocre. Their Amazon website is littered with poor reviews about faulty parts and poor wiring, and delivery can take 24 hours. At best! Maybe they need our help more than we realise. Private Morden, what is your status? Dealing with the damage, Lieutenant. And what is your assessment? With a few new parts, I can fix the damage to the ship, but it's going to take up to 48 hours. Why so long? Well, Norton here blocked me from taking out Prime membership. I have to wait on standard delivery, which is much slower. It was not in our favour to acquire a fixed contract when we have no future plans on this planet. Besides, we all know what happened last time. You had unlimited access to a streaming service. Nothing got done for days. Your face grew that strange fuzz. That didn't give you the right to spoil the ending for me. That was a low blow, Norton. Not now, you two. Norton... Approve the upgrade, or I'll be forced to do some creative upgrades on you, if you know what I mean. Well, I would like to have a different voice. Maybe the female variety, and maybe a little contouring over here. Oh, that's not what you meant. Upgrade approved. Delivery is scheduled for 12pm tomorrow in a safe space. Good work, Norton. That's slow, but better. It'll have to do. 
I did, however, manage to arrange sustenance to be delivered within 30 minutes. I'm not sure what a mighty meaty is, but uh, we're about to find out. Good work, Private. Proceed with the repairs as soon as you can. Let's get out of here. I have a bad feeling about this place. Aye, Lieutenant. Alert! Alert! We appear to have humanoids approaching. One at some speed. Infrared scans detect heat, possibly a weapon of some sort. Origin unknown. Composition cheesy. Further inspection reveals a disc-shaped object. Ah, that must be our pizza. A local delicacy, I hear. Right on time. Pizza for modern? Whoa. Cosplayers, right? Great costume, dude. Is that made of foam or latex? It's so realistic. I've got a killer Daedrak armor suit back home. It's totally sweet. See you at the next con, dude. You've just been exposed to local beans. How do you feel? Scanning for viruses. Hmm. Well, it seemed friendly, uh, if a little confused. It seemed to think my name was Dude. Scan cleared. No threat detected. Lieutenant? Let's eat. That's it. You guys go right ahead. I am always left out. You are an advanced AI program. You can't eat. No, but I do have feelings. You could have at least asked if I wanted anything. I'm always an afterthought. Oh, but when you need something, to whom do you come crawling back to? Oh, here we go again. And you would have said exactly the same thing you do every time we do ask you. Why would you want to ask me such a thing? Are you trying to rub it in? You know it's impossible for me to eat, etc, etc, etc. Well, there's no need to be like that. Look, here's a new planet and a new batch of data for you. Go feed. Right. What have we got, Earthlings? Social media? Scanning for social media. What's this? Facebook? Twitter? Instagram? <laughs> Good evening and welcome to the Geek Report Live and on tour. I'm Sally Burns. And I'm Jack Daniels. Today, we bring you live coverage from Wales's wonderful food convention here in Cardiff, where we will be meeting some incredibly talented chefs. That's right, Sally. We'll be talking to world-renowned chefs and adventurous attendees as they chop, chomp and chew their way around Wales's biggest showground. Will these chefs live up to expectations? Well, they're bound to handle a breast better than you, Jack. Someone's been marinating in that beer base for a little too long. We're here with a man with a pan, Graham Cracker. Hi, Graham. Or do you prefer Cracker? I don't like crackers. Can't stand the things. Crummy, messy things. They break easily. I'll break you like a cracker. You two crack me up. (laughs) Are you done? Can you hurry this along? I do have a lot to get on with. There are over 20,000 people here, after all. And I end up with you two imbeciles. So, Cracker Jack. It's Graham. Yes, that. So, what is this? 
So, this is a zen garden of curled cauliflower couscous, delicately drizzled with a dose of elderberry glaze and served with a mountain of mushroom moss. Looks like dog food. Actually, I'm with Jack here. It does look like dog food. My creations are thoughtfully engineered and wonderfully executed to the highest level to be appreciated by those with discernible taste. Jack wouldn't know good taste if it slapped him in the face. All Sally can taste is the bitter resentment of her squandered youth. Hmm. It comes with a meditation rake. That's called a fork. A fork? You English are so funny. And could you describe this dish here for our viewers at home? Ah, my signature dish. A pomegranate-infested balloon enveloping an octopop of deconstructed cocovan, delicately laced with a distressed dill and wilted spinach, draped seductively over a simple silver shovel. So, how do you eat it? You simply put it in your mouth and masticate. Sally hasn't eaten solid food since 1983. But how are you supposed to get inside the balloon? Ah... You simply prick the skin of the delicate balloon in three short movements, then slice down this way at 45 degrees very carefully so as not to pop the balloon, resulting in a complete disaster and a mountain of mess. Is this the Zen fork? What happens if you just do this? (gasps) I hate my life. Uh, Bill, please. Lieutenant, come in. Private Morden, proceed. Lieutenant, the repair was successful. We're just rebooting, then we are good to go. Good work. And Norton? He's still sulking from last night. I've not heard a peep. I'm sure we will soon. I'm heading back to the ship now. We'll depart when ready. Over. Over. Oh, no, 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 no. This simply won't do. Oh, good grief. You there! You! Are you responsible for this? What type of parking is this? Excuse me? You can't do that. Just look. Look right there. You've created a pothole. What on earth were you thinking, you bloody hipsters with your funny clothing and your funny food? All the bloody same. If my mum were you now, she'd have a blinking heart attack. You can't just go around willy-nilly creating your own potholes, for goodness sake. What on earth is the world coming to? But what's uh You there! You can't park there. You need to move that vehicle immediately or I will be calling the relevant authorities. What's going on out here? This is a no-parking zone. This is a protected pothole, man. What, what planet are you on? Come on now, man. Who's going to fix this? Me, that's right. You're making more work for me. As if I didn't have enough to do already. Do, do. There is to be no parking here. People need access. Access! Do, do, indeed. You've got to be more careful, man. Potholes, it could be dangerous to society. Your parking is a danger to society. Lieutenant? Run, Private, to the ship. Norton, set a course immediately. Far, far away from this madness. Just a minute. Norton, now. I've just updated my status and want to see how many likes I get. And... 1,000 likes. Nice. My post yesterday went viral. It was insane. 
I need to post consistently. My humble followers need me. Viral? That means... He's got a virus. Shut him down instantly. We'll have to do takeoff manually. Some Kardashian just tweeted me back. She's got millions of followers. This sounds serious. Shut him down, Private. Aye, Lieutenant. She likes my gift comment. I just got a retweet. Hurry! Excuse me? When were you thinking of moving this vehicle? Well, there's no need to be so rude. That's it. Go back to where you came from, blinking vandals. Uh, excuse me. Is that your car over there? Nope. The Comedy Geek Sketch Podcast was written by Daniel Morgan and Amy Weber and starred... Daniel Morgan, Amy Weber, Jamie Davis, and Chris Chopping. Produced by DKM. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to our show wherever you are in the podcast and leave us a favorable rating. We'll be your best friends. The Comedy Geek Sketch Podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Acast, Spotify, Podbean, Radio Public, and most half-decent podcatchers. Why not follow us on Facebook and Instagram, or send us a tweet? We're easy to find wherever you are on the web. Just search for Comedy Geek Sketch Podcast. Yeah, definitely. I reckon he could... Da- <laughs> yeah. Let's try one more. Uh, Mo. Yeah. <laughs> Those bangs will come out of the Sorry, I know. Hitting the table. I know. It's so unprofessional. You are an advanced AI program. You can't eat. No, but I do have feelings. You could have at least asked. Sorry, I did that in a different accent. <laughs> Can I do that again? No, Sorry. No, 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 no. That's not very well. It's a very low oh, bird. <laughs> yeah. Well, this, this. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Is that right? I did like a robot laugh. <laughs> you were good. Yeah, I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, 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 I got to the end. It. it said like sinister laugh. I was like, yeah. oh no, me. Yeah, do it again. This one. Okay. And then just build it up like <laughs> How can you go around saying such arrogant and demeaning tripe to your patients, you worthless? Yeah. As part of our language and diversity programme here at Comedy Geek, we have made it our mission to incorporate a range of different cultures and communicate it. Oh, that would everyone. Yeah. Everyone. I've got an of every guest. Stephanie. Yeah, bastard. I've got a right mind to come over there and punch you right in your face, you horrible, smelly, jerk-faced turf of a hack. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) I just spotted a massive velvet Uh, underground box set over there. Oh, yeah, that's that's mine as well, yeah. Mm -hmm. The velvet underground. A little look at that later. (laughs) Sorry, I'm very nosy. Sorry. <laughs> I used to have like a peelable banana on the cover, but I lost. lost. Yeah, yeah. Just, just the pink. Peel here and then yeah, yeah. Peel it too many times. Yeah. Just the novelty of peeling that banana yeah, just yeah. wore off. <laughs>
I don't know what is. Uh, yeah, well, trust me, there's a lot of fun to be had peeling your banana. <laughs> I hate bananas. I hate them. So I'm guessing it's the Velvet Underground and Nico. Make sure you put that in your Tinder profile. Reasons I'm single. Just like, you know the Velvet Underground and Nico album, right? Mmm, I like feeling that banana. (laughs) So that's like the complete works. Is it? Yeah, so it's got all the studio albums. albums Mm. Oh, wow, okay, cool. This podcast is part of Britpod Scene, an independent network of uniquely British podcasts that's always growing. Check out BritPodScene.com or BritPodScene on Twitter to find out more. Do you or someone you know struggle through life with anxiety-related mental disorders? Ever get that feeling that you are one of the few? I'm here to tell you that you are not alone. Take a journey with me as I talk about key points in my past and how they may have led to me being diagnosed with anxiety and panic disorder. After which, we will talk about different ways to tone down the anxiety and maybe even beat it together on anxiety. The easiest way to remember the name is by thinking about how one searches for a state of zen in the midst of the anxieties of life. My name is Gerald, and I'm the host of Anxiety.